The Talking Point with Kathy Mosasana. Weekdays, 9 a.m. till midday. All right, let me welcome Grant Manager and Country Coordinator for the Global Philanthropy Alliance, Nzakwam Kamela, onto the show. We're talking about the call they're making for entrepreneurs to apply for grants for their businesses. Nzakwam, good morning to you. Thanks for your time. Tell us a bit more about the work that you do as the Global Philanthropy Alliance. Um, Kathy, you know, sometimes as we're trying to grow um, entrepreneurs and everybody says the next big thing that's going to turn economies around is, is entrepreneurship. The truth is that the um, people who are doing entre- entre- entrepreneurial projects, especially social entrepreneurs, on the ground often don't have the kind of support they need. Um, if they go to banks, sometimes the bank will say, we'll give you $3 million, but perhaps the business is not a three, one that can absorb that kind of money, and maybe they can't take on those kinds of loans. And so we support especially social entrepreneurs. Um, so that's a business or a project. It, it, it can be a charity. It can be a proper business that um, has a positive social impact. Um, but needs a seed grant. So with seed grants, we usually give money that that allow the per- um, the, the the enterprise to take its next leap of growth, or one that um, just needs to be kind of um, have its embers blown on and kind of grown. Um, so we give um, grants of ten and and five thousand dollars, which sounds like a small amount, but really we do give m- micro grants to be able to to help people on the ground. Let's say somebody has a, um, a, a catering business or a um, an after-school program. They don't need two, three million rands. What they need is somebody who can give them 10, um, 70 or 100,000 rands, and that's really where, where we focus a lot of the work that we do and who we um, strive to support and help. Of course, you know, the the field of social entrepreneurship has been um, gaining momentum in the last couple of years. But I think by and large, many people still struggle with defining what and who a social (laughs) entrepreneur is or the kind of work that they're actually involved in. So if you can just break that down um, for for, for me and and the listeners so that people have a better picture of whether or not they would qualify for some of the grants that you're offering. I think social entrepreneurship is really interesting. It was Richard Branson that said, if you find a social problem and you solve it, you will create a business that will last forever. And and the and the simplicity of it is that if if you were to think of a business, say like Tesla, where Elon Musk is thinking of making an electric car, at the heart of that giant business is this notion of how do we make transportation less um, ha- have less of, of of a bearing on the environment, right? So that's a social impact. Um, similarly, too, if you have a business where um, somebody has an, an after-school program and is teaching kids and so um, solving the problem of education or a problem in the healthcare system or a problem in the green space, it's really people who locate their um, activities um, at that nexus between the needs that society has and innovation in a ma- in a manner that can solve really big and small problems. We don't really um, 
define the scale that the impact needs to have because we know that people are sometimes working at very grassroots level. So you're not going to be a Tesla. However, um, if I can just give examples of some of the groups we work with, we have a group called Solbay that works from um, Victoria Yards. And what they do is that they they um, buy fruit that is that is sold by street vendors that would otherwise be thrown away because you know the Joburg is full of street vendors and at the end of the day if you haven't sold your banana you can't sell it tomorrow and so they buy that fruit and instead of creating food waste they then make desserts and sorbets out of that fruit that is somewhat overripe for the usual customer but just right for making desserts. So in so doing, they, they, they are meeting the challenge of what do we do with the kind of levels of food waste that we have um, within the city. Um, another group that we have um, is called Thugs of Comedy, where they make um, uh, marketing material for um, NGOs and small businesses. So they've scaled their, their, their business model to be able to help other small businesses. So it's, 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 for me, the idea of social entrepreneurship is exciting because it's really pushing the idea of innovation as well as the idea that business at its heart, if it is to be useful for society, should help solve society's problems. Well, I think when I look at, you know, just the groups that you've told us about, certainly a lot of innovation um, that has come through in the work that, that they're doing and very practical ways that mm-hmm. they're solving some of some of the problems that um, is different sectors of our country are facing. Are you investing in people who are coming from certain sectors over others? No. What we're really looking for, um, so it's it's we we are looking at youth, um, for instance. So the program needs to be run by youth, or if 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 you're not a youth but you service and serve a a youth demographic, um, you um, you count. You can be from any part of the country. Um, and you as as long as you're able to demonstrate a social impact a um a a viable or viableish business case to what you do um and you are at a point where you need to grow what you're doing and you'd like to partner with us because in as much as we give the seed funding what's really important in the work that we do is being able to give partnership mentorship and support because i i i i think you know sometimes being an entrepreneur someone who's starting a small business can be such a lonely process and so we really want to see ourselves as partners in the process. Um, and in terms of the areas we work in, uh, we have a, a sister company that works in Kenya, for instance, and they've got um, groups that have created um, um, power sources using urine and um, human waste. Um, so it really can range from engineering solutions to just basic um, childcare solutions or people who create jobs and that's the social impact they make. That's enough for us. Mm. Let's talk about the applications then and, and the processes for people right. uh, that they can follow to apply. So I've done, I've worked in the NGO space for a long time and I know the amount of time and how frustrating the proposal process can be. 
Um, and I really wanted to find ways for us to avoid that. And so we asked people to just take their phones, turn it around, um, show us what you do, tell us about what you do, who you are, where you come from, what business you run, and what impact you make, as well as how you think we can help you. So anything just under two minutes, really. I've found that people are, especially our people, in, in, in a country where literacy can be so bad, sometimes somebody's proposal fails because it's it's not written clear enough. But when you speak to people, they're able to represent what they do with a lot more clarity and um, with a lot more passion. So I just ask people to just turn their phones, um, tell me about what you do quickly, and then um, and, and, and then send it through to a WhatsApp line that I will give you. It's such a a good opportunity, especially for uh, small to medium enterprises. Let's talk then about what happens beyond the funding. Is there support that you offer? Um, For for what? Is there support that you offer beyond the funding? Yes, um, definitely. We, we, We see the funding as an entryway and really want to be able to help the small businesses um, get into networks of support. We have a program that we we will be starting in early 2023 where, let's say somebody's a baker. We want the bakers to bake, and we we want to be able to give you support with your bookkeeping, with a, a marketing team, with all the things that a big business would have departments for, but small businesses don't have that kind of um, luxury. And so we want to be practice, not just workshops and teach you how to do it, because it's still laborious to be say the hair salon owner, and then you also need to know how to make really amazing um, social media strategies. And so we want to be able to help and um, become a back end for small businesses so so that the people can do what is core to them and what they do best, and we can en- enable them to do so. So support is really important where the grant is just an in for us in order to have a relationship with them, but we want to have a long-term supportive relationship. All right, fantastic. So quickly give us the platforms. Where can people go to find the application forms? So really, really important. You just send a two-minute video to the number 082 so you just really turn your phone talk about what you do talk about it with as much clarity and as much passion as you'd like a partner um, to be able to understand it with send it through to that number and we'll take it forward from there please give us that number again 082-588-0190 0190, okay. And it doesn't have to be accompanied by anything else. It's just the video. No. Just a video and then of course in the text if you can put your um if you can put your um contact details and an email address then that we can respond to you on. All right, fantastic. Thank you so much. Uh, Ntsakom Kabela, the grant manager and country coordinator for the Global Philanthropy Alliance.